the cop in Ottawa If you didn't know that's in Canada It's a Brit with the cap in, in Canada. Canada! Hello and welcome to the Brit with the Cap podcast with me, your host, Sophie DeSalis, aka Brit with the Cap. This podcast offers an insight into the lives of newbies in Canada with some questionable banter and obviously great choice in headwear. I will be interviewing some of the lovely people I've met on exchange, discussing all that we're up to and giving a rundown of what's going down in Ottawa Town. This week, my guests are Alex Brooking, Ewan Boutier and Basil Nock, three exchange students studying here at Carleton University. <laughs> As you might have heard, on Wednesday the 17th of October, cannabis was legalised in Canada, so you can probably guess this is what this week's topic is going to be. We are live in Niagara Falls, uh, so apologies for the delay on the podcast, because also I messed up and managed to delete it. But anyway, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you, Pat. Thank you very much. Thank it's you. been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> first things first, how was your cannabis legalisation day? We went to Parliament Hill to smoke up. We missed 420 by like 10 minutes. Yeah, and we just thought it'd be cool to go smoke in front of Parliament. Um, and when we got there, there were tons of cameras around, like reporters and stuff. So um, they were like filming us, smoking us for this. Like, it was so awkward. Like, they're getting like right, right up in our faces. And they asked Baz for, Baz for an interview. <laughs> what happened? Well, so yeah, I did an interview. Um, they were asking me the standard questions about how does it feel. They were asking me mainly about the symbology of smoking at Parliament yeah. Hill and yeah, using weed. So. I was just saying, I mean, to be honest, I was quite under the influence at the time. Mm-hmm. I was saying that uh, we are more free, yeah. freedom is being granted, blabbering on about that. Um, and I said also, I told our Prime Minister to take note, which yeah. I thought was Malcolm Turnbull, but in Australia, because they just did a political upheaval in their in the governing party, yeah. and it's not actually Malcolm Turnbull anymore. Okay. So, do you want to look, do a shout out to the current Prime yeah, Minister? Yeah, uh, Scott Morrison. <laughs> Scott Morrison, yeah. Okay. So ba- Baz, Baz goes, Good on uh, Scotty. Baz goes yeah. take note, Malcolm. Yeah. Um, Which isn't really going to help like, the idea of like, weed no. being a positive But it doesn't matter. Thing. It's a, the idea that counts. Take note, someone. I mean, <laughs> I think, Australia, I think so. that just shows more about the Prime Minister of Australia. Just get their act together and just stick to one. Just <laughs> govern properly. Yeah. Don't keep changing. Fair it's the best enough. for everyone. When did you start smoking cannabis, weed, whatever you want to call it? Buzz. So it was the summer of 2013-2014, so I would have been 15 years old, so I just did it with my friends. At the time, I just thought it was something to double with, a bit of a rebellion type mm-hmm. of decision. Yeah. Um, experimentation. Yeah, experimentation. Mainly rebellion thing, I thought, back then, and yeah. then I more started to enjoy and gain appreciation for the drug once I probably hit around 17 years old. Were you quite a rebel? <laughs> I enjoyed being a rebel. I mean... <laughs> Like, I enjoyed wanting to be one. Uh-huh. I don't know if I was Actually. really that bad, but, like, I wanted to, like, yeah. Alex? Pretty much the same as Basil. I reckon I was, like, summer of 2013, 2014 for me. So I would have been around 15, 16 when I first tried it. And then first when I started, like, consuming it semi-regularly, mm. or actually, yeah, it probably would have been, like, 2015, year 12 which doesn't make any sense because I was like my final year of high school. But then... You know, it could have helped. Yeah. It definitely helped. Like, but yeah. Stress release. Yeah, 2015 was when the novelty kind of wore off for me of like the rebellion part yeah. and that's what I thought, actually, about... this is like a nice drug. I enjoy yeah. smoking weed. It was never about rebelling for me though. It was always just saying I wanted to try. Yeah. Mm. I guess it's like so prominent in like the media and stuff like I don't know, Snoop Dogg and stuff like that. <laughs> Seth Rogen, like, Yeah, exactly, like yeah. For um, me, it was um, yeah. a bit later on. Like, I first tried it like, when I was 17, like, 
Yeah, I feel like six and I got after prom party and didn't really, like, I don't think I took it back properly because I didn't have it properly. And then the first time after I was, what, like, 17, 18, and then last summer I was smoking pretty much, like, all the time. Well, not all the time, like, but like every day, like, in the evenings and stuff. Um, that would constitute all the time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah, all the time. I, I, uh, regular smoker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it kind of got a bit bad for me, so I took a step back, and then now it's more of an occasional thing. Yeah. But since we've been here, we've done it fairly regularly. How often do you smoke? Well, did you used to smoke, say, back at home? We have two Australians and one Englishman. So, Pop. yeah, for me, it got to the point <laughs> where it's like once or twice a week. More like more recently, it's like over summer. Mm. Um, yeah, far less regularly. You guys um, at home, I probably do it like in my normal schedule twice a week. One just with the uh, friends, and then say if we go out, we come back home, we'll sort of um, well, how do you say it? light, not lighten down, uh, calm down with the joint, yeah, yeah. Mellow so settle us, mellow out. That's yeah. the word. Yeah. It's probably twice a week. Okay. And have you noticed, like, the differences between weed culture back home and also now in Canada? Like, Super casual there? here. Just, like, yeah. accepted everywhere. Yeah. So the dispensaries is, is something I've never seen yeah. before. Like, you wouldn't see it in the UK. And in the dispensaries, you can get, like, the edibles, which, again, like, if you have edibles in the UK, you have to make them yourself. You have to make them yourself. Yeah. yeah. And it's expensive. And it's expensive. It's time-consuming, whereas here, you just buy them. Um, Supposed to when before it was legalized, it was supposed to be medicinal use. Yeah. But we walked in, showed ID, and they signed us up. There was no real concern about it. It was too easy. And it's just, <laughs> yeah, and it's cheaper, better quality. I'd say. Yeah. Much, yeah. much, I've, much better. I've had such, like the highs here have been so much better. I haven't really had like paranoia as such, like yeah. to any any degrees I've had before. Well, so yeah, like Alex said, far more casual. But I think it's, yeah, absolutely. And I yeah. think it's sort of influenced the Canadian culture, to be honest. I find the Canadians to be very mellow and chilled out people. And I think yeah, weed does have a part to mm. play in that. Um, whereas Australia is a bit less like that. Yeah. It's more just like behind closed doors kind of thing. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm. I mean, Aussies are known to be mellow, of course. <laughs> but um, in a different way to Canadians, yeah. I find. I think I find Aussies generally, culturally, like overall, are more pissheads. Than, yeah. But... Um, Smokers. I say in the UK, like, yeah, piss heads. <laughs> again. Absolutely. But then as well, like, especially university students, there's a lot more like there's emphasis on like ketamine. Yeah, other drugs. Yeah, other party drugs. Yeah. And like weed, like, a lot of people do smoke it, but I say, especially university students, like, mm. it's not like the main. Because when I first was going to, like, before I tried weed, I was like, oh, it's not a gateway drug. Like, if I try it, like, I wouldn't have tried anything else. Like, that wasn't the case. No. Um, but I think that is just like, part of the culture of it you always say like you're not it's like the whole rebellion thing I mean if it's legal I don't think it can be a gateway drug so yeah. I don't think I, I refuse to call it a gateway drug it's mm. very much personality based like, yeah. yeah I don't think there's ever been a moment where I've just been like cooked on weed and I've just thought like you know I'd much rather be on something heavier right now like I've always been very like what's the term content yeah. with weed mm. and I think like if you're not dumb enough Everyone doesn't like yeah. if you're if weed if like you're smoking weed but you're like you're not getting like you want like a cocaine high off weed then like you gotta first ask yourself what are you doing smoking weed and then it's also like a personality thing like it's not the weed that makes you want to do something harder it's you mm. yeah absolutely I think it's a personality thing in the sense that people who do do it as a gateway drug sort of do it more to dabble in drugs rather than enjoy the actual drug itself so I don't mm. find it's a 
drug issue, I'm more than Alex said. Yeah. Personality, personality thing. How legalization affects your experiences of weed at well in Canada and then when you go back home? Privileged. Yeah. You know, I go back home and all of a sudden it's going to be A illegal mm. and it'll be harder to get. It's mm. just so nice that you can just literally order it online or walk into a store like you would like a bottle of or like mm. a, a go get cigarettes or something, you can just purchase it. Because back home you have to chase down like yeah. contacts, it's really shady. I mean, it's just so much more of a hassle. It's just more of a hassle, And the quality is nowhere near as good as well. And I find that, as Ewan was saying, that it can be negative, like, because the quality can be bad. It can Mm. induce paranoia Mm. um, sometimes. Whereas here, like, because the quality is so good, I mean, the drugs, like, what the drug is made for is really being allowed to, like, you know, proceed here. Well, it's not properly. They grow it, like, yeah. Yeah. Someone who's passionate about it is growing it. Yeah. I would say, though, like, since it has been legalized, we've, I'd say we found it more difficult to get weed. Yeah. So for but so, that's just Ontario. Yeah. So in, in Ontario, Ontario is the only current province in Canada that doesn't have dispensaries. So prior to legalization, there were dispensaries that we went to. They were like kind of in this grey area of the law where yeah. it wasn't legal, but even if you they like even if the police went into these dispensaries and shut them down, by the time they pushed these yeah. people through the courts, it would be legal. Yeah, so there's no point. And we can't get it delivered to Carlton. Mm. So we'd have to get it like, delivered to the post office. We'll have to get it delivered to somewhere else. Blah, blah, blah. Like, so since it's been legalised, like, yeah, we have the privilege, but in Ontario, it's, it's more harder. of a hindrance. Yeah, mm. like, yeah, we, yeah. I feel like when we get back, you buy up to 30 grand online. The online process is really easy. It's yeah. just, it's online shopping. You have to wait for it. You have to go pick it up. Yeah. It's interesting because Timo, um, our Dutch representative, um, <laughs> he is from the Netherlands where it's been legal for his whole life so I think he's found the fact that everyone's getting so excited about it it's just bizarre because uh, I don't know it's been so easy for him the whole I don't know he's always had it it's always mm. been legal have you had any great discoveries uh, whilst being high you mean what like, psychologically yeah or? well any like everything's better high like, <laughs> like <laughs> way you more like something yeah freaked out by it so like something I do is like, like someone I, like looking at reddit threads like I said, I was speaking to you about some stuff oh, yesterday. Yeah. Like, conspiracy of, theories. Conspiracy theories, stuff like yes, watching conspiracy mm. theories. Like, that's a good thing to when you're high. Watch conspiracy theories and just like you're sitting there thinking like this is this must be true. <laughs> you just take it all as like possible. I find when you when you smoke up, you sort of lose that inner critic voice that you kind of need sometimes when you're sober to like push yourself. But because you you kind of lose that, you're really mellowed out and content mm. with yourself. And that's why I think you're lazy when you're stoned because you don't really like push yourself because yeah. you're just like ah, I'm like nice and, like, and all that yeah so yeah that's the good part about it for sure if you're in a bad headspace you can definitely use it medicinally to try and improve i like a big one for medicinal use yeah oh definitely but in terms of some things like there's like just common sense like if you have a history of like schizophrenia in your family then let's be real like if you if you're going to consume it you're taking a risk but it's, that's with everything like yeah. if, if you've got a history of mental illness really shouldn't drink like if anything you should drink more than you should smoke and if you have an addictive personality you shouldn't drink either i mean it's yeah it's i mean obviously there's negatives with weed and it can get demonized but there's negatives with other drugs as well i mean the damage you do with alcohol is can equate it's like the same with tobacco and like weed like there's if if, if alcohol was discovered today it'd be a class b class a drug and the, the disturbance caused when you're drunk 
is far more than when you're high. So if you're drunk, there'll be like noise disturbance, there'll be violence, there'll be you know police time use, there'll be like damage to well, property, things like that. Yeah. Whereas when you're high, for me, I'm in too much of a space where I'm not going to cause any trouble. I'm going to fuel the economy by buying food. <laughs> and just chill out and do nothing. Yeah. I'm not going to cause well, any problems. That's to why I also think like here the attitude to alcohol when we go out and we're drinking. I think. It's See, a, we're big, the UK and Australia are big drinkers. Yeah, we, we are no big drinkers. We yeah. don't casual drink. Beer. And there are a lot of associated uh, domestic abuse, yeah. violence, deaths, um, road accidents involved with alcohol. Yeah. Whereas probably the associated effects with marijuana is just mm. unproductivity more, more, and laziness, no, like bad bring, motivation, yeah. and not much ambition. No. What you so, always bring it back to is that if I sat in this room right now and drank 20 beers, You'd be calling the ambulance, I'd be getting my stomach pumped, and I'd be in a rough state tomorrow morning. If I sat here and smoked 20 bombs or had a couple of joints to myself, I would You'd be giggling. I'd be, yeah. Worst case scenario, I'd be fast asleep. And then I'd wake up <laughs> the next morning feeling, I, I feel, I don't really tend to get code overs. I might wake up with like a bit a foggy, really, a cotton, cotton mouth because like I'm yeah. sleeping in my mouth. And maybe you're a little bit foggy, but at the end of the day, like the only sort of bad health effects weed has on you, like, you can prove is smoke inhalation in your throat. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Whereas alcohol damages your organs yeah. and whatnot. Conover is basically referred to as feeling a little bit spaced out when you're when you wake up from the night before, um, a little bit out of and it maybe. And it's usually foggy. because like you've you've just been so cooked that you've just fallen asleep as is, and you've either slept in a bad position or like you slept with your mouth open, so you just got just like dry as mouth. So now it's time for our Woo Girl moment of the week. So this can be when high or when not drunk or just being a basic Woo Girl or white girl. Um, Basil's and I is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. go for it, Alex. <laughs> Basically, Basil and I had this great idea to... <laughs> we don't wash our clothes that often. We get long. So whenever we do a wash, we do a big wash. And we figured, let's do it together because that way we can motivate each other. But then we thought, hey... Do you know what would make this washing even better? Like, oh, let's get cooked. And, and so that's not a bad idea, bad actually. We've done it before successfully. Yeah, we did so it a couple it times successfully. It was Tuesday night, probably like 2 a.m. Basil and I had like, he put the washing on, he put it in the dryer. I was picking it up, I had to put it in the dryer again. And I can't help but notice that somehow a pen has gotten lost, like, like lost in with all our washing. And it is split, and there is just ink everywhere and it's now been not only been washed into our clothes but it's been dry or low temp so i ended up having to throw out four t-shirts and like a pair of shorts a jumper i basically took out half of my wardrobe with one bad wash debatably though it wasn't the weed that did that it was it would have happened if we were like <laughs> it was the, yeah. Yeah. It just, it was just like yeah. circumstance so what actually happened was um he was we were doing a whitewash and he was putting all his white clothes on the washing machine and i was grabbing that pile and putting it in the wash turns out i remember clearly now actually <laughs> was that there was i only saw one pen did you Some see two, left two pens. <laughs> anyway one or two one pens there pen. was pens and basically alex obviously like not his fault just chucking your clothes yeah. over I think they must have landed on the pen, and me, not really my fault either. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of it. No. Grab the clothes and put it in the washing machine. Um, yeah. If we weren't stoned, maybe we would have noticed it. That is <laughs> very. That is a 
probably a solid argument, but yeah, you, you can't prove it. We just we learn from this. Definitely people do that yeah. sober and don't notice. Yeah. But MO definitely. being stoned wouldn't have helped, no. for sure. That's I thought it was me. Reason. So I was like, oh shit, I left my pen in my back <laughs> pocket. Like, Basil, you fucking idiot. you got to be kidding me. And then I see that pen in my pocket. I'm like, it can't be my pen. It can't be mine. It's not me. I'm not proud of this at all. I feel felt horrible. Actually, there's a two parts. I forgot to mention the other bit earlier. So I got back from a night out, pretty, pretty smashed. Walked back up to accommodation, and there was a few people outside. No they were smoking some weed. So like, oh, is that weed? Like, so <laughs> they gave me some. Speaking to one of the guys, really nice guy. Talking about what he does, and he like he developed an app that would help like disabled people and like, how they spend their money like to make them more independent with it. I was like, oh, that's so awesome. Went to like high five, that's so cool. And then his mate was like, oh, he's like eighty five percent blind, like he can't see what you're doing. So, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, oh mate, I'm sorry. I'm trying to high five. Like, explain it to him. And like I guided his hand towards mine, and like played it over like my mistake, whatever. Carried on talking for a few minutes. Like, oh, okay, cool. I'm just gonna go head back to mine. Like, I'll be back in a minute. Completely forgetting what had literally just happened, went to high five him again. So I'm just stood there for a good five seconds with my hand in front of his face, like, and I had to say to him, "Trying to high five you, mate," as if it's his fault. Oh my god! Walk it, walk away in embarrassment. Walk towards my room and not thinking. Walk oh, in. Yeah. <laughs> walk into what I think is my flat. Open my room. Look to my right, and a guy and girl are just Netflix and chilling. Oh no! Fully in front of me, all like getting cozy. And then they just tell me to fuck off, basically. Turns out I know the guy as well. I saw him at breakfast the next day. He was not happy because I ruined his moment. Oh, really? So I tried to high-five a blind girl and then cock-blocked a guy I've met a few times. <laughs> and walked into the wrong. And walked into my wrong room. Oh, dear. Room. So, you're in, you're a wood girl. How did you manage that? Don't do drugs, kid. Yeah. Don't mix drugs and alcohol. Don't, yeah. yeah. Be in a football, you're in the wrong. Yeah. Be <laughs> you're in the uh-huh. Being in grass, you're on your ass. Grass and beer, you're in the clear. Ah, uh, nice. I talk a lot about karaoke on my podcast. Do you have a karaoke song, like, go-to? Um, oh, I've done karaoke about twice in my okay. life. Okay, and what did you sing? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I mean, ABBA's a go-to, isn't oh, it? it, karaoke? Is, yeah. It's pretty simple. What song, what yeah, song? which, there are many. Dancing Queen. Oh, Dancing Queen. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's so Baz, is that going to be yours? So am I doing karaoke Dancing Queen, am I? Yeah, that's okay. your, okay. Here you go. You are the Dancing Queen, <laughs> young and sweet, only 17. Oh, no. Yeah. That was beautiful. That's the best Alex, for me. I'm not singing it. You do have to sing it. Land Down Under. Okay. Land Down Under. Is that, um, oh, I assume it it's should a... be uh, the Australian <laughs> But it's not. No. <laughs> Waltz and Matilda should. Waltz and Matilda should, no. But look, any, any song would be better. But Advanced Australia Fair. Okay. In side note, our Australian anthem is uh, quite average. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost as bad as God Save the Queen. Oh, no. Okay. That, that just hurt me a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. The truth <laughs> does hurt. <laughs> mine would probably be, I want it that way, Backstreet Boys. Oh, okay. Uh, recently, we were singing it on the bus yesterday. And it just... The Brooklyn Nine-Nine scene of it, if anyone's seen it. Uh, no, I haven't. I'm watching that, but I'm not up to that part. Yeah. So now it's time for our rundown of what's going down in Ottawa Town. Even though we're in... Even uh, though we're in Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Oh, <laughs> careful. Okay, so this week, Ontario government has scrapped plans for a three cent per litre increase on beer tax. The scheduled increase in the provincial beer tax that was set to kick in next month would see the minimum price of a bottle or can of beer 
change from $1 to $1.25. But anyway, general feeling is there's no $0.03 cent per litre in- increase on tax. Woo! Woo. Well, students will take that. Thank yes. you very much. Thank you very Good much. Good on you, Trudeau. Yeah, <laughs> well, Doug Ford, who is a bit... Of a on that note, we were praising weed here. And ha- oh, yeah, it's so much cheaper as well back in England. But drinking here is terrible. So that tax, although it's good that it's not being increased by three cents or whatever, drinks here are so expensive. You get a pint in England for two quid. Drinks here are cheap compared to Australia. Oh, really? Yep. Pints here are eight dollars. Pints are ten. And then, and then you add tax on top, it's like ten dollars. No, oh, pints are seven, I'd say, here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seven plus tax. Yeah, yeah. you find it cheaper being here. Ah, uh, so it's a little it's cheaper than Australia. Australia. Yeah. Oh, okay, mm. nice. Sophie is more expensive. I know it is more expensive for us. Yeah, I'm crying about the money I'm spending. Mm. On Tuesday, with the legalisation of cannabis, the Ontario Conservation Officers Association is reminding hunters to always practice safe, responsible, and sober hunting. The handling of firearm is a very serious matter, according to President Dawn Cronsbury. Impairment of any kind, either drugs or alcohol, can have serious and sometimes fatal consequences. By practicing safe and sober hunting, we hope everyone has an enjoyable and successful hunting season. Or just don't hunt. Or just don't hunt. Well, on Wednesday morning, Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale confirmed that the Liberal government will introduce legislation to allow people who have served their sentences for pot possession to apply for a pardon without having to wait for a specified period or pay a fee. Amazing. Yeah, so now that's kind of clears a load of people um, of their should. conviction. Yeah. These are conversations too, mm. I feel. Well, but then it brings into question, like, well, it was illegal when they did it, though, yeah. I yeah, guess. exactly. So obeying the law, that kind of thing. I mean, but, but as then, I said last time, there are people in jail who, are, who did a crime that if you do, or did an act that if you do today, you don't go to jail. Yeah. That is, to me, yeah, unjust. Exactly. Yeah. I feel so, police time could be spent way more mm. effectively. Now it's time for our Ottawa Island gifts. So this is where I ask, what item did you bring to Canada that was your luxury item? So, Baz? I haven't brought anything really significant from Australia, but there is this water bottle that I really enjoy. (laughs) Oh, here's the water bottle now. And I'm probably too emotionally attached to it. Uh And I just bought a beanie recently as well since the last podcast was filmed. (laughs) I think I love that too much as well. So the stuff I've... not really answering the question, but, but the stuff I've bought while I've been away that I've hold really sentimental valid, value yeah. to me. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah, absolutely. nice. Absolutely. I so thought of what mine is. Yeah, okay, Alex. I have a t-shirt oh, legend. that legend. says, enjoy cones on it. And in Australia, a cone, cone in Australia is Australian football. I'll shoot Baz and Mitchell, like, oh, mate, I want to sneak a few cones tonight. <laughs> and it's classic because I can't wear that out in public in Australia because it's kind of frowned upon. <laughs> but over here, Just a little no bit. one understands it. So that's my kind of... Special little thing. Oh, so basically, it's the Enjoy Coke logo but instead of Coke, it's cones. So it's a bit of play on branding. I see that. Very ones. clever. Very, very, on, very on trend as well. Very, very clever. Um, um, mine's not particularly like a luxury item, but something that I'd say is more of a sentimental one is before I left, my grandparents came out for like a Sunday dinner and they gave me a shoebox. I thought they gave me a pair of shoes. I was quite excited. Um, but I opened it and it was like a little plush, like um, like cuddly toy type thing. Okay, like a oh, cuddly toy. So I've got three cats at home, so they thought it'd be like a cute memento to take out with me. So it's like in my room. As well as that, I've got like a calendar. It's got like, each month has like a picture of my cats from back home when my, my mum got made for me. Yeah. So it's not like a luxury thing, but it's like quite a sentimental thing. Like it makes me, like, I look at it, get a bit homesick, but it also makes me excited to go back. So. See, that's pretty good, because the best we came up with was a water bottle. 
and a t-shirt. <laughs> and a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. we'll find yeah. you. What does that say about the Aussies? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, look, that's for another podcast, but it reveals a lot. And finally, what would you bring to Canada if you could bring any luxury item right now? Just Australian beer. Yeah? I mean, the Fosters. Canadian beer is good. No. <laughs> no, yeah. no you're Fosters. Fosters. I don't know what Fosters is. Okay, yeah, oh, it's, it's such a British thing, yeah. Yeah, so the Fosters advert is yeah. just like, oh, Fosters, good, cool. It's like, oh, throw some shrimp on the barbie. Are you, are we, we don't, don't say shrimp. Say don't say shrimp, you say prawns. Like, no one puts... It's a completely fictitious on the barbie. <laughs> it's because Paul Hogan from Crocodile Dundee uh, said it because he got paid a million bucks to say it. Uh, so really? that started the stereotype. A lot. And with Foster's, it's an Australian branded beer. Okay. So it's branded as Australian to sell, mm. but it is not. I mean, so what's your go-to? What's your like? Carlton Draft's probably the most popular okay. Australian Carlton, beer, but then for state, it's different. Beer? So yeah. Alex is wearing a West End draft beanie right now. Okay. And West End oh. is the beer man in my okay. city. I'm gonna have to taste it. Lovely. Oh. It's like it's it's like it's like nostalgic. So it's not the best beer. Yeah. But we call them red tins or teas and just mm, the best. We'll drink anything, anything yeah. cheap. Whereas I'm from Melbourne Bitter, it's probably the best beer okay. of our state. Yeah. yeah. Uh Vic Victoria Bitter is probably the most um biggest one. Uh-huh. But Melbourne bit as much vaginal It's quite accurate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and don't drink a warm VB. Did that on Australia Day and uh, yep. Came straight back out. Oh, okay. the others down there. So <laughs> need, that, need to drink that cold. Okay. I don't know. I uh, I should have brought more wood stuff, honestly. Your puffer? Your basic yeah, puffer? Yeah. No, I have a really good puffer. But it's not waterproof. And I thought, what's the point of having a good puffer if it's not waterproof? And then in hindsight... It would have been perfect because it's like it, it's cold more than it rains over here, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so probably like a really, really warm thing because I just thought, fuck it, I'll just layer up. Mm. And like the problem with wearing five layers of clothes is that when you step inside, you got to take them all off. Yeah. Otherwise, it's completely overheated. It takes like five minutes to get it. You've got a big jacket to sort of get it. Yeah. yeah. I guess you've never seen snow before. That's quite exciting. Well, you've seen snow. Uh, incorrect. I've seen snow. You've seen snow. <laughs> but <laughs> but Alex has not seen snow. Well, I've, I saw snow for the first time, but I'm told it was just wet slush. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was That's all the real deal. Sleet. Yeah, yeah I saw sleet. <laughs> it's actually like in Adelaide, the average temperature in winter is 12 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Whereas no, no, it's no, going to no. get to like minus 30, 40 here. Like, it might get to 8 degrees. Luckily, I'll be in Australian summer when it gets yeah. to the coldest point in Canada. Sadly, our Aussies are only staying for one semester. So. Yeah. Wow. I, love you. I love you guys, but I love the Australian summer more. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Mine would be my cats. Oh, really? Oh. 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 Well, like, Do you want to shout out to your cats? Shout out to Socksmiths and Nonu. Up to these bars of like English cider. They have Strongbow here, but like. I miss like a good Thatcher's or like Stoke Press. Mm-hmm. I don't drink beer. I hate beer here. Like beer's all they drink. Here. I think we've established that as much as we love spending our time here in Canada, their beer is just not up to scratch, sadly. Yeah. Their but their weed is, so. Their weed, <laughs> their weed makes up for it. Yeah, their yeah. weed does make up for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, it's time to wrap up. But thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thanks and, so and again. <laughs> and I'll see you all next week. Yeah, um, same as. Yeah. Happy, happy times. And, you know, if you do smoke, smoke responsibly. That's what we've learned. <laughs> Grass that beer, you're in the clear. Anyway, yeah, thank you very much and see you soon. Bye. Smash cones. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, please subscribe on iTunes and while you're at it, give it a raving review. I'm also on Instagram, so if you can't get enough, follow me on at Brit with a Cap. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.